0: This is The Voice, Michael Shirello. You're listening to the MM Maniacs Podcast.
1: You're listening to the MM Maniacs with Nick David and Matt Kona.
2: maniacs are back in the chill basement studios of side two chilling we are here it's been a hot minute <laughs> now it's a cold minute it is chilly down here it's either been
1: really cold or really hot whenever you've recorded here yeah <laughs> i had to have my sh- i had to go shirt off upstairs inside too yeah now
2: your shirt now additional
1: shirt on from outside that's right yeah but,
2: there's plenty to talk about. Biggest fight card in UFC history happening. Holy shit. A-
1: Crazy. 205 is gonna be completely nuts. I, I, I think it's a bit, I think it's a better, I think it's the best UFC card they've ever put together.
2: It could be. Hopefully it shows re- results-wise. But I think everyone wants to talk about it. So let's just get right into it. Rafael Natal, Tim Boach. Who you got? <laughs> <laughs> Who you got?
1: Well, Let's see here.
2: Cinte, Luke, Muhammad,
1: uh. Muhammad, uh. No, no. Uh, uh. Muhammad is his last name. Yeah, yeah. Um. Lual Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. I got Mual Muhammad. I, man, he, I think he's looked nasty. He's looked nasty. And we're Facebook friends. Wow. So, so I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to give him my nod. Go because, with social media. Yeah, I'm going with my social media. And then here's my other connection. Uh so my the guy I trained under that I that I went over to Abu Dhabi and hung out with who I got my purple belt from f- actually fought Natal and lost Ooh. so in a fight fight? yeah yeah UFC uh, not a UFC but it was another was an under some kind of a regional show of yeah regional sort. show of some sort it was b- before Natal was in the UFC obviously um so uh there's a lot of fights, man. This starts at 6.30 and it goes until 2am. <laughs> I, I know, but every fight, here's the, that's the, this is the crazy thing, is like, every Liz fight. Karmouche is a- <laughs> Well, listen to the undercard. The undercard, everybody is ranked except for Lu, Lu, L- Muhammad and whoever he's fighting. Vincente Luque. Yeah, Vincente Luque. Everybody else on the undercard, they're all, in, they're all top 15. Wow. Every single one of them. I was watching, uh, as they were doing the, doing the rankings on the show Saturday, and that was one of the things that stood out to me. I was like, Jesus, that's the undercard. Everybody's ranked except for the first fight on the undercard.
2: Yeah, it's a, I and mean, I think
1: that's going to be a barn burner. The first fight on the undercard, Liz Karmouche... No, 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 no. The, the way it was set up, it was it was on the fs Oh, okay. Maybe that's kicking off the FS1. Undercard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the main under, not the not the fight pass undercard. Gotcha. The yeah. FS1. If, undercard. I mean, if
2: anything, FS1 is already promoting the shit out of it as being the biggest prelims in UFC history. It's basically what could be a a, a pay-per-view card a few years ago. Right. Um, is Frankie Edgar is headlining against uh who the fuck is that guy? Jeremy <laughs> Stevens. Habib Nurmagomedov
1: against Michael Johnson. Oh my god. Uh these are Fox favorites. These guys just uh well uh, I'm so excited to see Nur- Nurmagomedov back in the octagon. I mean I mean he was he he fought in the winter, but it was
2: against a late replacement. It wasn't against Tony Ferguson like we expected it to. It was uh not Lando Venata, that's who Tony Ferguson ended up fighting in North Dakota, but uh Khabib fought an undercard of um, Wonder Boy against Big Rig back when I was stuck
1: in Florida. That was last winter. Yeah,
0: well, that was but that was yeah, but,
1: that yeah. was, but he, he that was his first fight back off a of layoff though, After right? Two years, and then yeah. he got injured again. So it's been like no, he he hasn't got injured since that fight. So he just has taken. He just says not fought in a year. Um,
2: it was March. I mean, look at it, it was March. March.
1: March. Yeah. So, April, March. April, May, June, July, August. Still September, been a while. April. Yeah, it's eight months. That's a long time to go in the UFC. Yeah. Well, hey. Especially coming off a two-year layoff, that's you know one fight in just about three years. Yeah. So, I'm excited to see him. Get back in there and get on it. Again,
2: it's a very exciting and dangerous opponent, Michael Johnson, who just knocked out
1: Dustin Poirier. Yeah, that was in crazy. Hidalgo. That was my, that was not, my, I had Poirier in that one. I think a lot of people, myself included, <laughs> did as well. Yeah, And... I've missed my last, like, two or three picks, but I will not miss 205. My 205 oh, in, picks In will terms be, of making them? Yeah, yeah. in terms of making them on the, the fight pass, uh, yeah. The, 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 fighter, yeah, whatever it is. I've, uh,
2: I, I forget, I think I put in picks last week. I, I usually just do it haphazardly at the beginning of the week. Don't put too much thought into it. But it matters less to me nowadays because UFC took away their program where you can win free stuff by getting a certain amount of points. So. Oh. Whatever. I got my- It might
1: come back though. I got my so.
2: autograph gloves and a couple plaques. To award me clicking on things uh, A few times a day I'm glad to be free of that Internet OCD a- Anyway, um, three title fights First time in a long time I think these will have a much different Result than When they did it at UFC 33 And all three title fights went to a decision They went overtime on pay-per-view And lost a lot of money mm. uh, They've already planned on this Being a four-hour pay-per-view it's, it's going to be ridiculous to be
1: in that building. Are you watching that, it uh, here? No, I'm going to it. Oh fuck! Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> I, I, you know, I had that in my brain that we were going to talk about that today, and I don't know why my my why I didn't think of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's. I, I don't. know. I can't miss that one. Uh, well, I, I feel got, like I, got, I don't know. I, got, I, I, I haven't I'm have to watch it. I, have I haven't seen any
0: live.
2: advertisements for it, but there's this when the Aldo and McGregor fought at 194. They showed it at the. Uh, the Wilbur Theater. <laughs> I mean they oh, had weird. it they they've done it in giant movie theaters. So yeah, check I mean, your check McGregor's your local pretty, listings. Gregor's
1: pretty big around here. You know, I probably will just get it at my house and have a couple people over. Yeah. You know, see if we can chop it up. You <laughs> yeah, know. people you want to have spend the weekend. Yeah, you know, I last time last time I, we got the fights at my house, um Paul and Rula came over. What card then, was that?
2: one ninety nine? where uh, was that? Two hundred.
0: God damn! I don't remember.
1: Okay. I don't remember because you know what? I fell asleep. Oh, okay. I fell asleep the last the last fight or fight and a half. I missed completely. Oh, that, I passed out on the couch. Good thing <laughs> I got that twenty four hour access. And I after. woke up and the fights were over. Yeah.
0: Everybody was like, "Hey, man, we're uh, we're gonna go."
1: Yeah, well, at least you didn't
2: wait. Uh, what's <laughs> happened to me before is I've dozed off and woken up as a decision in a five-round fight is being read, and uh, and, oh. and I haven't seen any of the fight. Oh, so, that's even worse. So I, I get annoyed. Ah, fuck.
1: Now I'm going to go to, back and watch I'm going
2: it. to watch that, but I know who wins. So That's, that's the
1: worst. I hate that when it happens on social media. At least if it's... Something that's decisive, I can go back and watch the... You know, at least I can go back and go, yeah. all right, he got knocked out or he got admitted. So yeah. But then when it's a decision, it's much harder, unless everybody's going, this is the most amazing the, fight I've ever seen. But, right. You know, there's there's those, too. Yeah.
2: And I feel like that hasn't happened for a while since the McGregor-Aldo blew up social media immediately after it happened, because was mm-hmm. 13 seconds and there's all that anticipation. But... uh Yeah, I didn't even know if Manny Pacquiao won his fight, which was Saturday night, until this afternoon today. So, oh yeah, boxing is. Yeah, I found it out
1: while I was driving. Yeah. (laughs) So we haven't done this in so long because life has taken over for me for a minute. I'm hoping, I really uh, hope that we're able to be more consistent with this uh and by us i mean me <laughs> <laughs> i'm here um, i'm willing. yeah you're here you're here and you're willing i know it's been it's been a a tough couple months for me there's just been a lot going on um, there's also been several weeks where there was nothing there was the biggest
2: gap in fights there was supposed to be a pretty uh, steady flow of every week a ufc event if not a ufc ben ben bellator but
1: the UFC Philippines got cancelled, so there's a big gap in the schedule. Anyway, so. Well, let me go, let me go way back for just a second. <laughs> um, cause I don't think we've talked about this. Um, how did you feel about Biz being Henderson? Did we talk about, I don't think we talked about this.
2: Yeah, um, it, it, it wasn't the fight that I thought it was. I thought it was a good fight. Um, I, I was expecting a decision, a knockout, certainly. Uh, didn't happen. Um, I don't, I think that what it comes down to is do you score the first round at 10-8? I did not. I didn't consider he- Henderson being completely dominant. When I think of a 10-8, I think a guy's not defending himself, getting knocked around, not offering much offense at all. And I thought Bisping was on the offensive. He did get dropped and, and had to escape, mm-hmm. uh, narrowly on his back, just missing on a uh Either a hammer fist or an elbow on the grounds that would have done it. It, it, yeah. it was the uh, v- closest to the UFC 100 fight, and, and it almost happened again. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: it almost happened again in a big it second, way. It
1: was the second punch, though.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. This would have true, been, true, uh, true, true, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant, I meant in terms of the
1: uh, yeah, right. Him not being not the on the ground and getting as as hit. As yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty awful. That yeah, because uh, he
2: couldn't see anything coming. He was already in the land of wind and ghosts. I don't know. I still, I think that Bisping won the decision, but um, it was a great fight for Henderson to go out on. Didn't have the storybook ending, unfortunately, but at least he will get to grapple with John Jones in the future. <laughs> as it was just announced after his uh, USADA hearing or his NSAC hearing. Uh, that the UFC 159 main event and event at all that was never that never happened J- Jones versus Henderson may now happen in the anticlimactic grappling realm
0: yeah no
1: it could be good it could be fun no it no it could be good but i uh, you know i don't i don't think either of them have the kind of submission skills to make it really interesting and i don't think either of them have the kind of guard that would make it really interesting I'm sure that I'm sure that Jones has a I feel like Jones has a better guard than his legs than and so long He's, yeah, that, well that's it that's where he can but, but you know you don't see him throw up a bunch of triangles and arm bars and you know and or anything like well, that because from he hasn't the, had to yeah yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's not, when you said it to me, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of it until you mentioned it earlier. Uh, my initial reaction is not that excited, but after I think about it for a second, I go, it could be, you know, it could be interesting. It'll be a curiosity just, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, when you get these, these guys that are predominantly wrestlers that have kind of gotten into retirement, uh, it's just – they just – it's, you know, like the – Chael Sonnen just did one. Well, he did one against Michael Bisping. that was mostly yeah.
2: stand-up grappling to a draw. Right. Very it was, boring. It
1: was just boring, <laughs> you know. Uh, and that's – you know, it's just going to be I, – I feel like it's going to be a fight for a takedown. And I – you know, they're both great wrestlers. They're both really good wrestlers. But what happens – you know, I, I can see a lot of stalemating going on. Very similar to you know. We'll a lot of,
2: we'll break. We'll have a whole special breaking it down as it gets closer. <laughs> the grapple, grappling grappling one fifty nine is what they should call the event.
1: The EBI was on Sunday too, which I yeah. intended to watch last night, and I didn't watch. I have which not I, watched either. Which I I don't. I know the outcome um, because just because of social media. Yeah. Uh, so I know Gary Tonin won the whole thing. Well, now I not, know, which is, not su- yeah. <laughs> which is not surprising. Um, well, I have absolutely nothing to add,
2: so uh, <laughs> I won't. I, I, I may watch it, but now I know Gary Tonin wins, and it's just.
1: Not gonna be the same. <laughs> have you watched the A B I before? Be
2: no, I haven't. Yeah, but, I, but, I think but, so. but the rules <laughs> that's why it was me. <laughs> a- it, that it's that it, there has to
1: be a finish, right? Or they they go to. Uh, is that how EBI runs? Yeah, it's fif- it's 15 minutes submission only. There's no points. It's a non-point mm-hmm. match. And then what happens is if it's a if nobody gets a submission after 15 minutes, then they are both consecutively put into bad positions, um, which is either one guy has the back, or one guy has an arm snatched up, ready for an arm bar. Mm-hmm. Um, now, which, which I, of
2: those positions would be worse?
1: Like, uh, we, or, it depends which, on who you are. It depends on who you are. Different guys choose different things. Like, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's Well, say you were in that position. For me? You were given the choice, take my arm or give up your back. Well, for me personally, it would be my back because I have really good choke defense. Mm-hmm. That's... A stupid thing that i'm just really good at it's not most guys can't choke me <laughs> uh I, I just have a lot of good little tricks so i would go for that because i'm also when guys do get a choke on even when they start to get it on i have such a big neck it's harder to choke so um but my arm, as soon as it goes out straight, I'm tapping immediately because yeah. I've I've just been arm barred too many that, times that's, that's and I, my elbows are junk. You know, I have my right elbow, it doesn't even Oh, I had a I had a freak out. I thought it wasn't recording. Because uh, I thought it was supposed to be blinking but it's not. It's supposed to be solid. Okay, okay we're good. good. We're okay. <laughs> Yeah, well that's um, your podcast the elbow like, so you
2: thought it might have come out of order. Right.
1: So my right arm doesn't go out straight. Oh. I don't know if you can see but it's not like it goes like boop, there's a little bit of an angle on mm-hmm. it because it's just been armbarred too many times, it's tweaked. So that's so, why you can't be a butler. That's right. You can't. No, I, well I can I, I can hold it here. Can, okay. Do you have to hold Are it you, straight out? Actually no,
2: you're probably uh, right.
1: Or yeah. a beg- maybe a beggar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think there's a criteria for beggars. Uh, you I think have people are like, could, could you straighten that? If you want my dollar, fella, If you want my seventy-two cents, fellow, you're gonna have to straighten that arm. Okay, well, you can't be a Nazi then. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> I can be the. I can be the little crooked Nazi. That's not a, a little Nazi that could. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Seaver. Um, Okay, here's, Jesus. <laughs> here's my other, here's my other question. There's supposed to be, McGregor's supposed to make a giant announcement after the fight, or during, or some, but sometime during 205. <laughs> yeah. What's, what I'm do you guessing think it, it is? It, I'm guessing it will be after. Mm, okay, well, here's
2: my guess.
0: <laughs>
2: Actually, how about this? We can, we can write them down, and uh... I think they
1: might be the same. Really? Uh, maybe not. Okay. uh all right. Or, or no, we're gonna write them down. We're just both say them at the same time and see if we're, we're wow. right. Okay. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Flight Flight away Mayweather. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Hey, All right. We go.
1: Hey. Yeah, that's what I think it is too. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. But so I was ha I I happened to have a couple of guys who were fans in the car the other day. I wish I was recording for a <laughs> podcast because it was a really good conversation. Yeah. They were. Slightly more than casual fans. The one guy was a real casual fan. The other guy knew a lot about, about McGregor. He was, he's a newer fan, you know, he's a, he's from like Rousey on kind of one of those fans. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, but he, but he knew a lot about current fighters and, um, the question was, is it going to be a boxing match or is it going to be an MMA fight? Oh, it's going to be a boxing match.
2: Floyd Mayweather oh, would
1: would never agree to he would. Be, to do MMA. Why wouldn't he? It doesn't affect his boxing record. <laughs> he, he still gets to retire an undefeated boxer. Why wouldn't he? Here's my thought. What if it was one round, one round? That's my thought. Yeah. What if it was one round of boxing, if they make it out it's a round of MMA. But, if they make it out it's a round of but boxing. But how do you determine who goes first? Are you would by coin flip? Uh I think I think Mayweather has tenure doesn't. Mayweather tenure. has seniority. He does have, he does have tenure, <laughs> but current relevance. Yeah, but, you know, Mayweather's making $50 million or $150 million a fight, and McGregor's making $10 million a fight. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's I, the I, thing That's has I think, I think Mayweather has to agree to it,
2: and, uh, oh, man. Well, would they agree to an even split of the money and that's what McGregor has has spoken about in the past
1: yeah but he listen if there if the if the take on it is 200 million dollars and Mayweather goes I'm taking 150 and you're taking 50 I don't think I don't think McGregor's gonna sneeze at 50 million dollars you know cause that's gonna this is gonna be the probably the biggest fight ever
2: Bigger than Ali and Oki. <laughs> well, was there pay-per-view then? There was. There was closed circuit.
1: Yeah, it was closed circuit, right. So you had to go to a racetrack.
2: Yeah. To, you
1: had to go to a racetrack or some Chase private... stadium. Right. Stadium. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were the pay-per-view buys on that? 25000
2: <laughs> No, there's been a whole book.
1: Um,
2: Ali was a pretty big star. I, I think it, I, I would go out on a limb to say he was... Bigger than McGregor and Mayweather put together, current currently. Well, I back think in the he's. Day.
1: I think he's more. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I think he's more recognizable than either of those guys for sure. Yeah, but I don't think that he made the money that that I don't know. Mayweather's making. I mean, he made
2: five million dollars to fight George Foreman. Actually, it might have been more than that, and that's nineteen seventy-two money.
1: All right, so that's probably like twenty thousand, twenty million, or twenty-five million.
2: Yeah. Anyway, it could be compared apples to oranges, but um, at the time, in in terms of just smaller world, smaller channels, smaller a selection of channels rather, and news coverage, (laughs) there weren't ten thousand websites and blogs and twitters. Mm. And uh, divided attention. It was, yeah. I just finished reading the book about Ali versus Anoki, and then I followed up by reading a book about Ali and George Foreman. You can't get either of those by leaving a review of the podcast. <laughs> but if you want to borrow them, well, we could talk. Uh, what can they get
1: by leaving a review of the can podcast? They get fucked. <laughs> they could get fucked at this point. It's too late. <laughs> It's too late. You motherfuckers have missed the boat. It's too late. We tried to give you too many free things, you and nobody's, nobody's leaving reviews. Yeah, whatever. Come stay with Go me. Go leave a review on iTunes. <laughs> Even if it's a bad review, we'll, we'll still send you something. Yeah. Uh <laughs> All
2: right. We're stri- we're we're straight too far. 2.05 is up. I haven't made my fucking travel plans to New York yet. I haven't done anything. I've s- I'm staying with my cousin for like a day or two. I have the tickets. I don't have tickets to the way in so I... It's kind of a bummer. I was thinking about going there.
1: Oh, you had to get tickets
2: to the yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until the day that they went on sale, and I was at work. On they, sale? Well, you had that, to buy you had, no, 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 no. You had to register for them. Oh, they okay. Were they were free, oh, but
1: Jesus Christ! But
2: now you basically have to. buy. I mean, people are trying to sell them in the secondary market. Oh yeah, and you, know, you might you
1: know, be able to find some on eBay for you know fifty bucks or something. Maybe, but that's yeah, it still sucks. 50 bucks. Yeah, but if you're gonna be there anyways. Yeah, it's,
2: it would be certainly fun to be in the atmosphere. I mean, it may blow my streak of asking someone a dumb question at the (laughs) Q&A. Amanda Nunes is up, but. Used to get those perks from being in Fight Club, but they kind of went away.
1: So. Yeah, I was in Fight Club several years ago. And I, I used it a couple of times to get early tickets. Yeah. That's about the only benefit I ever got from being in it. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, they got, they hooked us up at the UFC, um, uh, 194 weigh ins and press conference or it was early workouts, which in the press conference afterwards or something, but you know, I've probably got my money's worth in terms of being able to buy tickets for the, one of the fastest selling, biggest, biggest gate and best square garden history, and uh, yeah, and I, was, I was too. excited
1: to. You know. And I'm also
2: going to Albany, <laughs> lower scale, but oh, yeah. did you have a yeah. show? no no, no. I mean, for the when the UFC comes to Albany in December.
0: Oh,
2: that one is a much different scale, though. Oh, you already have tickets to that? Yeah. Would you? What's the date on that? December. 9th? It's the day before UFC two oh six. Yes, yeah, December ninth. It's what's
1: f- the who's on that? Card? The
2: Friday. It's uh the black beast <laughs> uh, against uh <laughs> I don't know. The a guy whose name is very difficult for me to pronounce a foolish name. Uh-huh. Uh Alzerman Sterling the, what's, is what's fighting on it December ninth, it's Friday. Mm,
1: I it, am not doing anything. Yeah. I might go with you. Well, there. I might go with you, uh, yeah, that might work out. Yeah. It's not too, it's not too, 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 not, too far. It's not, it's like
2: two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. So the old empire state, the capital city of mm-hmm. New York, Albany. <laughs> uh, they have a Taco Bell. Lovely. I'm off the meat again. They get a mall. Well, the, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm off the meat. I go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Beans instead of beef. No sour cream. Yeah,
1: I get. The, I like the Melt with uh with with rice. The Meximut? Meximelt. melt Oh, I don't, I don't never, had never had that. Oh, it's good. They do. They like they melt cheese in the middle, and then they put like this pico de gallo in there. It's good. It's a little expensive. It's like two fifty for. Yeah. So basically, just a taco, taco Bell is ridiculously cheap.
2: I mean, they're probably in the most effectively priced of the well, shitty fast foods you uh,
1: you probably don't remember this because you're how old are you 34 yeah yeah so you're you were like you were back like back when McDonald's like, only had a thousand served yeah. <laughs> I'm not that old. I am old, but I'm not that old. Yeah. No, but they, uh, uh, Taco Bell used to have this, uh, it was 59, 79, 99 cent menu. Oh, was maybe, I yeah. See, I never grew up around a Taco Bell well, this either, was, so even if I was a kid, I wouldn't have, uh. Well, you were like, it was when I was like, 17? 17, 17. Yeah, I was 17. So, you're so you were seven. Digging in the
2: fucking couch
1: cushions, getting yourself. Yeah, so you were. This. So you were. So you were. So you were ten. uh No, you were seven. Yeah. You were ten. You're. You're. Yeah, you were. You were seven. Seven or eight years old. So you probably wouldn't remember the commercials. Fifty nine, seventy nine, ninety nine, fifty nine, seventy nine, ninety nine. Yeah, I watched a lot of TV back then. It I, sounds. It. Sounds I used catchy. to eat it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, fifty nine cent bean burritos all day long. Now, what was the seventy nine? What was the upgrade?
0: I don't know. Meat cheaper. burritos. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I was bean
2: burrito guy. Yeah. Hey, what fucking? If there's a fifty nine, that's good. Steak. This stay was. Good.
1: An, I, I lived in a town in, in Oregon called Roseburg, which is like well, this there, little that's nothing the Rose town. Rose City, right? Or in, Portland, Oregon. Yeah, Portland is the Rose City. So everything's rosy around there. Yeah. Well, it's about three. It's three hours south of Portland, Roseburg, yeah. but it's right on I five. Um, but that we had there was another place in town and there these are these are the taco there's another place called Taco Time <laughs> nice there was Taco Bell and there was Taco Time and ta- at the time there was just the two places <laughs> wait 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 hey, is that what you called it the time at the time <laughs> you're like at the time yeah at Yeah, the time yeah, yeah. when they were Taco Bell so and taco so what happened time. at the time go on uh and the, well, Taco Times thing was they have these little these little uh they're like little, they're you know like the taquitos that you get at like Seven Eleven. Yeah, 7-11. yeah. We, used yeah. To have, we had those before. They were, but they were they were filled with actual like stuff in the middle, mm-hmm. not like not just accumulated grease that's been spinning right. around yeah. from hot dogs. Exactly. Seven Eleven is just I don't know. Every time I get one of those, it's like, why did I do that? And then I get in there and it's like, I want something hot. All right, it's a buck and a half. Give me one of those. Yeah, yeah. Why did I eat this? It's fucking cardboard. It's heated up cardboard <laughs> with grease in it. Anyways, they used to have, they had these little top, little burritos. They called them burritos, but they were fried, and you either get them with beans or with meat. Mm. And they had this hot. Oh, I remember the hot sauce they had it was so good. Anyways, taco time.
2: Yeah. Well, this has been. Emma maniacs?
1: Ta- taco maniacs. Hey man, <laughs> Roseburg, Oregon, taco time. That's your. That's your. If I can check get, it out. Yeah. If I
2: can get tacos after watching a fight, I will. All right. Well, let's just look at the fight card. Yes, for this, let, let us
1: uh, do that. Um, this whole UFC
2: 205 it starts with Liz Carmouche, the very first female fighter to set foot in an octagon, technically, since Ronda Rousey was the champion when they both debuted for as bantamweights against uh, Karen Chakugan? Sorry, I haven't. Chukugan. I haven't found that. I know nothing about either of these. But I will be there to watch it, uh, I don't know. If I had to pick, I would pick Liz Carmouche. Maybe she'll be on the right side of history this time. The first winner of an MMA fight in Madison Square Garden. Perhaps. I don't
1: know. Oh, she's the very, very first fight? Yes. Fight pass. And then what's the next, the next fight on? well I'm waiting I'm, alright here it is
2: sorry I wanted a list in front of me not just the
0: uh-huh.
2: images alright so first fight Liz Kamush versus yeah Caitlin Chukagian and then Tim Bosch versus Rafael Natal uh, <laughs> which we kind of jokingly referenced earlier uh, and then the main the main events so to speak of the fight pass is uh Jim Miller against Tiago Alves.
0: That's a good fight.
2: Yes, Tiago Alves, of course, originally supposed to fight uh, Al Iaquinta, and that fell out because of ongoing drama between Iaquinta and the UFC. They said he's banned from receiving bonuses, so he wouldn't take the fight. He said it would be too expensive to pay for all the medicals, and he wasn't going to fight for free, so... L.A. Quinter retired and is a real estate agent, so if you're looking for property
0: <laughs> in the
2: Long Island area and you want to get some autographed 8 by 10s hit up L. I. Quinta. <laughs> um, but Jim Miller just coming off of the big... Uh, wh- what I thought was a, uh, a ra- very razor-sharp decision win against Joe Lozon in their fight of the night rematch of their fight of the year... From a couple of years before that. Uh Tiago Alves uh has sort of been up and down lately, so I tend to side more with uh Jim Miller, grinding Yeah, I think Jim, I think
1: Jim Miller has been uh a little more consistent. I agree completely with that. Yeah. And then as you mentioned before, kicking off the main card. Bilal
2: Muhammad against Vicente Luque. Well, this is the Vicente, this is the, of the block, FS1 the, the FS1. Sorry, the prelims. prelims. Yeah, yeah. The five uh four
1: fight prelims on FS1 beginning which, at 8 p.m. Which could be a main car, which could be a main card. So yeah. It's, so it's not it's not. It's uh not If you had if you had one
2: more one or two more fights on there, yeah, it could certainly be a main card. Uh, Vicente, Vicente Luque is a late replacement for. uh I forget this first name, but the guy's name was Good, because I thought it was a little bit weird. It said Good versus Mohammed. I was like, you don't need to have that in post-racial America. <laughs> yeah. You put a nickname in there or something. Uh Vicente I have Luque to do a
1: start drawing
2: cartoons, and then yeah, no. <laughs> so Vicente Luque made his mark in, in front of UFC audiences on the Black Zilians versus America Top Team season of the Ultimate Fighter uh actually I think he lost his fight in the finale it, it wasn't the the main fight it wasn't the winner of the season fight but he lost but his comeback with uh two strong performances a knockout his last time out in the first round so um I'm, i think i'm going to take Vicente Luque on short notice All to right. to take out Bilal Muhammad but I agree, he's a beast. Should be a great fight and a great way to kick off the main card. You know, both of those guys know the historical significance of the night. So, they're gonna, uh, be in for some excitement and wanna kick things off Hmm. in a big way, I think. Following that, holy shit, this is, this is, this is a, uh, one that I know that you're excited about. Making his middleweight debut, Rashad Evans, versus tim kennedy who is fighting for the first time in over two years i am
1: very excited for that fight and i i I am i'm still i'm still butthurt about about his uh didn't butthurt from sitting on a stool for too long is (laughs) that why you right uh i'm I'm butthurt against the yeah i mean yo romero will be
2: in the house later on
1: yeah so uh, I'm excited to see Tim Kennedy, I'm really excited to see Tim Kennedy back in. I feel like uh Rashad Evans is, uh, is uh, uh, winding things up here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he knows that, uh, light heavyweights a little bit too much for him and that's why he's trying to, trying to use his muscle at 185, um, He'll be, we'll be a big
2: 185.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's a he's a good size 205er. He's short. He's Got to make he's the short, weight but first. But yeah. yeah. Well, but. Saturday there's a lot of people missed weight on Saturday. I think we had four or five people that missed weight on Saturday, and it, some people. It's because the Taco ridiculous. Bells in Mexico are really yeah. good. Yeah. Charles Oliveira was like, didn't even try. Was, yeah, 10 pounds. Was 10 pounds over. Weighed that's ridiculous. In, weighed in
2: 155. Yeah. yeah.
1: At credit, Ricardo Lamas for still
2: taking the fight this, yeah. this past weekend in Mexico City. Uh Yeah, that's ridiculous. 30, I mean, he, he lost 30% of his his purse instead of 20%. Uh I think that you at this point, because I think he might have lost. He's definitely missed weight several times before. Mm. I feel like his next fight... You have to make him fight at lightweight. I
1: don't know. I yeah, like I think that I think the UFC has a has a pretty finite amount of a finite threshold of uh, how many times you are going to pull that nonsense on him, and then they're like, you know, it's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to the UFC. It's not fair to the opponent. It's not fair to the yeah. It's not fair to the people that are watching because they're not getting the true.
2: And the people that bought tickets too, right?
1: Because if fights
2: continue to drop off. Hey, that kind of sucks. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, I know there's, a, just, there's a there's been there's been quite a few people like that. I mean, uh, and Lamas had just had an entire fight taken away. He was supposed to be main eventing that card yeah. in Manila against BJ Penn. Yeah, yeah, and that's now unfortunate. He's, he's earning scraps, just picking up, and, and he takes the fight and and suffered through some adversity in the jujitsu onslaught of. Uh, Oliveira.
1: I couldn't believe it. that's, that was an amazing finish, man. <laughs> yeah. He, that was, you know, that's, Olivera's a bad motherfucker, man. He really is. His jujitsu is on point. So to get that choke was, was pretty, pretty legit. You know, he's got to be pretty damn happy with himself. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: And, uh, I'm, I'm glad that Lamas won and now he just sits and waits. And everybody else waits. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to get too much into this. Well, we're beginning behind ourselves, actually. We have done this a little <laughs> out of sequence. Um, we mentioned uh Nurmagomedov versus Michael Johnson.
1: Uh We haven't mentioned Picks. Uh, I Go ahead. <laughs> you know who I have. Yeah. I have Nurmagomedov by murder. <laughs> <laughs> Nurmagomedov is going to come out and just chainsaw. Yeah. I... <laughs> That that is a very sexy pick. It,
2: I, I want to pick it, but I'm almost going to go against my instincts because Michael Johnson, the way that he came out against Poirier, his, his history with his wrestling defense has always been tremendous. I know he's going against an another level. Yeah, it's a whole nother level. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna pick Michael Johnson to stir things up and and cause chaos at the top of that lightweight division. But honestly, I think if he beats Nurmagomedov, Tony Ferguson would be next in line for a title shot if things play out at the top of the division, which we'll get into just minutes away. (laughs) Just minutes away. But we do go back down to the featherweight for the the main event of the fox sports 1 prelim cards Frankie Edgar Jeremy Stevens who the fuck is that guy the answer <laughs> can the answer answer for being decisioned by Jose Aldo
1: in his interim title fight at UFC 200 i see i see I, the way i look at frankie edgar i i look at uh daniel cormier kind of the same way like He's the guy who's better than everybody in the division except for the top guy in the division. Uh I mean, he—it's it, the Joseph Benavides. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you're right. The Joseph Benavides, yeah. the Daniel Cormier, the guy who can beat everybody except for the guy right on top,
2: Connor McGregor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean because he's—he he went his first fight at featherweight was against Aldo. And then he was seemingly on a roll. He'd knocked out Chad Mendez, beat Uriah Faber before that, and then I mean, he did to, to Mendez what Aldo couldn't. Yeah, he he finished him. Well, didn't he finish him the first fight? Aldo beat Mendez the
1: first fight. I thought it was a decision. I have to go back and look. I think
2: he beat. I think he finished him.
1: But, uh. I thought it was a decision. <laughs> okay. Alright, go look. Um, <laughs> but. Or maybe it was, but, just wasn't as decisive. Maybe it was, maybe it
2: was later. Their, in, well, uh, their second something. fight was incredible. Yeah. And it went to a decision. But, um Yeah, Frankie Eger just kind of got handled by Aldo. And will Aldo handle anyone
1: else again? That's another question. But, well, I—I uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, who knows what the hell's going on with that weight class? It's so—it's such a bizarro thing, you know. If McGregor's now he's fighting Mayweather, he can't. He, you know, well, let's say, let's say he does beat Alvarez, and then he's going to fight Mayweather. Now he has two weight divisions that are on hold for him. Just everybody waiting. But I guess happily, you know, they're both waiting, well. They're, whoever we- is waiting is, whoever gets the fight next, is going to be happy. Uh
2: Just because of the money in the scale of money that they'll make. Yeah, yeah. KO. Ne round one. Oh
1: yeah. Hmm. Uh, Look at you, counter. <laughs> <laughs> Who?
2: Who? C- counter? Counter? <laughs> counter Mendez. 'Cause he got laid out like countertop by, counter. by a knee. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. But I feel like did I lose the rest of the card? Nope, there it is. And then kicking off the pay per view, well, okay, we I guess we didn't get a pick. Rocket. I don't know. Little heathen, Jeremy Stevens. I feel like he's not fighting Frankie Edgar. He's fighting the one-liner of the press conference that he he needs to get into <laughs> people's heads that he's not who the fuck is that guy, he's who the fuck is that guy, you know, like who is that? So he, I feel like he he needs to finish Frankie Edgar, or there are nothing. <laughs> I mean, or just go back to the pack as a gatekeeper to the division maybe he fights Ricardo Lamas if he loses mm. uh I don't think the, that that fight is right for Lamas I think maybe if Jeremy Stevens loses then he fights a guy like Yair Rodriguez who is slowly moving his way up the ranks but is an exciting fighter that could
1: use a closer to the top guy
2: hmm
1: who's your pick uh I almost never pick against Frankie Edgar and I'm not going to (laughs) know because it's not Aldo alright fair enough yeah that's that's the only time I pick against Frankie (laughs) Edgar is if it's Aldo yeah and it's it's hard for a guy
2: who's 0-2 to get a third fight Um, so that's probably not going to be a trilogy kick it off the pay-per-view Raquel Rocky Pennington against Misha Cupcake Tate Mm. in her first fight since she, uh, she along with Frankie Edgar, I think are some, are two of the only, uh, fighters who were on at 200 and 205. So she, oh, interesting. she is looking for her redemption. Yeah. You know, Conor McGregor wasn't on 200. <laughs> it was supposed to be. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Misha Tate against Raquel Pennington. Pennington has won, I think six straight, five straight. Maybe not six straight like Juliana Payne is the only one that's got a winning Mm. streak like that but it's not quite a tune-up not quite a tune-up fight for Misha Tate she she needs to show up and show that she's still in the picture especially if Rhonda can take out Amanda Nunes in uh, December at 207 that she wants to be in line especially if since Rhonda said on the Ellen show that this was going to be one of her last fights. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I
1: don't know. That could mean anything. Yeah. That could mean anything. That could mean three more fights, or that could mean 13 more fights. (laughs) I don't think it would mean 13. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Okay. If you had to
2: name... Alright, I can only think of three fights for Rhonda after Mena Nunez and that would be Holly Holm the of Redemption course. fight. Uh Misha Tate if mm-hmm. she wins. Even though that is a, again an Owen 2 fighter trying to get that trilogy fight. I feel like if she if Misha had the belt, she hadn't lost it to Nunes, then that Well that would have been
1: the story. That would have been, been the best story. Yep. You know, that would have been the best like if you were going to write it <laughs> for a TV show, that yeah. would have been the best story.
2: Yep. But it got fucked up, so that probably won't happen. So, really, if I am spending my three fights, uh, Nunes,
1: Holly Holm, Redemption, and the catchweight fight, Cyborg, yeah, yeah, I don't think Cyborg's ever gonna happen. I really don't. I mean, I think it's gonna be one of those ones where it's once they're past their prime, then they're gonna try and go back, but it's not. It's one of those like that's not cool. Like right now. You know, if it was GSP versus Anderson Silva, like it's, it's an interesting fight, but it's way not the interesting fight it would have been yep. five six years ago. It's Pacquiao and Mayweather all over again. Yeah, Pacquiao Mayweather, right? Exactly. Yeah. Same 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 thing. So you know, people. It's Hulk Hogan versus The Rock.
0: <laughs> WrestleMania. That will
1: choke your neck. Uh, we'll choke your skinny little neck, Matt Gona. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Uh,
2: yeah. So that so your three fights would they be different for if you were gonna uh, say and one of them has to be Amanda. So I guess it's your two
1: fights to make for the rowdy one. Yeah, I mean I don't even know if it's home because because she lost her last fight too.
2: Yeah, she's lost to it. So in a row. it's like, how's They're, that? How's that? I think equal? it's only interesting because it's a fight. It's it's like the Bisping, getting Henderson fight. It doesn't make sense from a contender standpoint, right? It but it makes sense, makes sense for for the fighter because that's what she wants. Or, the, it's, all, or the, it's also the Diaz rematch. It it's because McGregor wanted it, and 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 he has pull. Ronda has pull. Mm. Bisbang doesn't have pull, but it was Dana White's idea, and he knew that that was the most bang for your buck that you could get with the mm. middleweight title. Yeah.
1: Well, and he knew that was probably the best chance Bisbang was going to have to hang on to his title, too. Yeah. <laughs> quite possibly.
2: I mean, fighting against Jacare. Array. No, Joe Romero. Wyman, Weidman. I think Weidman would be, would be a think, little bit more even. Rockhold, yeah. it didn't
1: immediate rematch would not have. No, I'm um, just saying for guys that pose the most threat to him. No, no, but I'm saying in in lieu in in the wake
2: of make of, um, uh, making that the next fight after the Rockhold fight. Right. It wouldn't be an re- immediate rematch situation. Um. But, but even though <laughs> saying that. The match was supposed to be Rockhold versus Weidman, and I didn't think Weidman deserved an immediate rematch mm. after the way he got flattened by Rockhold. Yeah, At well,
1: momentally. we had a long talk about that. I, I thought, I, I thought I kind of turned your, I thought, I think I kind of turned you around on that one a little bit. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I don't I... even remember that episode.
2: Well, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I, you know, my, yeah, I yeah, just well, it, it, it's the only one that made sense because you couldn't use. Romero. Jacare had just lost to Romero. And Bisping, at that time, was out of the picture. So yeah. I think that was the fight to make when we were looking for champion segment. Um, so, all right, fuck it. I'm picking Rocky Pennington <laughs> to, to beat Misha Tate.
1: I feel like I'm going with all the favorites here, but... Uh, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go with Tate. I feel like she's, I feel like she's gonna, I feel like she's gonna show up. Well, I don't think you're
2: gonna go with the favorite in this one. (laughs) It's the cowboy against Ultimate Fighter Champion Kelvin Gastelum. Ah, Well, he was on 200, so I forgot to add him to the list of Mm. guys. Well, I don't know who the favorite is. I think the favorite will be Cerrone, only because of his last few performances. All at welterweight have not only been decisive, but they've boosted him up in the ranks as a welterweight after only three fights.
1: Hmm. I don't think I don't think he's fought a wrestler that somebody that can wrestle like Kelvin Gastelum.
2: I mean, Rick Story, is
1: it, no, not more, no. more of a striker. I mean, he's a good, he's a, no, he's, he has wrestling experience. Okay, but, but compared Kelvin to Kelvin Vas- Gastelum, Kelvin Gastelum's a fucking motherfucker wrestler. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a real deal wrestler. He's a wrestler. lot shorter than Cerrone. I mean, too. he just built like a fire hydrant too, you know. Yeah, and he's, he's just,
2: gonna use that wrestling against a taller, more
1: Muay Thai style. Yeah, I mean, he has, Gastelum has good striking, but it's not, it's nowhere near the Muay Thai that, yeah. That Cerrone has, he has crazy good striking. Mm. I mean, here's, here's where I think Cerrone has a chance. It's some, he, and he, he has great submissions off his back. But I think Gel, Gastelum's gonna dump him on his back a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, and then a lot of it has to do with conditioning too. But I, you know, how, have we seen Gastelum really gassed? Cause, because um, has pretty damn good conditioning. So I don't, you know, I don't... I I'm feel not- like I saw Gaslam kind of
2: wheezing a little bit in his fight with Neil Magny, which was a split decision loss. Mm. Uh But that was also, might have actually been in Mexico City for the last Ultimate Fighter. So that, mm. there, there's the altitude potential.
0: Jeez, that's, a, I uh, forgot about that fight. Damn it, that's a...
2: But that's been one of his only setbacks. Mm. The last few, he had a dominant decision victory over Johnny Big Rig Hendricks. Last time out... Um, it's been
1: a while since he got a big... Where the fuck do you finish. put all this shit in your brain, dude? <laughs> I, I, I stopped filing this stuff so many years ago, dude, because it was... It's just so much, so much information. Well, I gotta... I, I, I
2: keep... Sort of fresh database. Good every, for you. Every now and then, the cache gets ah, cleared. You. I just remember, but but there there's sometimes where I'll watch so many fights in a night, and then the next day, I'll I'll think, wait, did that guy win? I don't remember seeing him win. <laughs> and then going back, and oh no, he didn't. Okay, why did I? What was the last Albert Einstein? Uh, his last fight, I couldn't remember if he won or lost. He lost, but. Hmm. I can't remember his last name. So look, I, I lose some facts yeah, here yeah. and there. A lot of the heavily voweled European fighters, is, yeah, you
0: know,
2: <laughs> it can be tough. Eastern Bloc folk, yeah. So I, I kind of, I wanna pick Gastelum in, in, in this too. Cerrone, I feel uh he's hot and he's he's exciting. He's
1: probably going to be the favorite. He's yeah, I mean a that's a hard, that's a hard one now because now I'm thinking about that Magni fight and I feel like Cerrone's a way better striker and he has better jujitsu than Magni. but he's not. I, I think Magni's a better wrestler. Yeah, Magni's a great wrestler, but they have very similar body types. Yeah, very know. similar body types. That's, why, like, that's why keeping I, the distance against a wrestler is a very key thing. And, yeah, well, and I think Cerrone's good at fighting long too. I think Cerrone really understands. How to fight long? Yeah. Um, you know he's got he throws a lot of kicks though, and that's gonna be his un- that could very well be his undoing if he starts trying to throw leg kicks at Magny because Magny's gonna dump him. Uh Gaslam yeah, getting caught. Oh and, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I meant. That's what I meant. Gaslam's gonna dump him. Yeah. Yeah. So I just realized you have you have camouflage Crocs on. Yeah, you can't see him at first. <laughs> I didn't know where your shoes were at. I thought your feet disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Camouflage cross. I just have the tops of feet.
2: <laughs> They're what's comfy. The, They're comfy.
1: What's the next fight? The next fight is Did we fit? I I don't know, I'm just picking gasoline. Yeah, I, I think I'm I think I am too, but go ahead.
2: Yoel Romero versus Chris Wideman oh. is the next one. And I am not picking the hometown hero. Uh to win this one I think it will be quick and violent and real Jesus-y <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
2: <laughs> boo, just people booing Jesus it's gonna be uh, that's
1: a tough one to man see. because I don't Weidman doesn't come across he really uses his wrestling a lot yeah and he's not gonna out-wrestle <laughs> Yo Romero no he's got an Olympic medal
2: in his back pocket yeah along with some tainted substances but yeah
1: I mean but that's he's a, fast that's a, that's he's a, fast a, he's, he's fast and he hits like a fucking truck yeah and that's a bad fight for Weidman god damn it and Weidman is, I really I mean, want, want two to,
2: surgeries too oh you know? my god two surgeries and a not great performance against Luke Rockhold where he lost his belt mm. and, and before that he beat Vitor Belfort who was sort of a shadow of himself uh
1: especially he after had a great USADA. fight against
2: Machida who is also now in the land of USADA banishments Uh I don't think he's seen a guy with this level of output and mm. energy
1: as Yoel Romero so that's why I'm picking Romero to well here's here's my only I think if it becomes a battle of conditioning I think Weidman has a chance yeah if it gets into the third round and Weidman's still putting out the same steady output, and because Romero's just like an action figure, mm-hmm. he's just that guy's got like three percent body fat, or so. It's just ridiculous. He just looks like a yeah. like if you were going to design if like if if there was no UFC and you said imagine a cage fighter. Now make an action figure of a cage fighter. Yeah. That's the dude that you would make. He's it would, just a fucking, just yeah. muscles on, muscles on, muscles, and that all that is. You have to feed all that shit. So yeah. if that if this
2: was a five round fight, I'd give it a little bit more. Mm. But I think three rounds,
1: he he can, he can hold it up. I, he, I'm holding off on this one. I can't pick right now. <laughs> this one's fucking me up. All right. Yeah. yeah. God.
2: Listen, this is my easiest pick so far. But then, then we go into the title town. There's three title fights. First one is the strawweight Championship, the Battle for Poland, Karolina Kawal, uh, Kavlkevich versus Joanna yinjinchik for the Straw. And I love both of these fighters so much.
1: I'm in and out of the just, fa- I love the fact that you pronounce both their names properly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because I cause I can't pronounce Cavalcabish. Yes. Uh, Unless I hear somebody say it first. If yeah. I try and read it, I go, back.
2: I still do that with Nurmagomedov.
1: although I'm oh. getting better. I got that. Well, right. Nurmagomedov is pretty phonetic when you look at it. Yeah. But Janjajik is not. But you just
2: get intimidated by looking at it. Oh. Yeah, Janjajik has letters that aren't letters in it. Right. If you look at the fight kit, It has
1: consonants
2: that are it, used as vowels. It's got and, that thing that looks like a cue a that has a hook or something. Yeah. I think all Q's have a hook. No, but <laughs> you gotta look at the fight kit. It's I mean, where they spell the name out. Well, isn't, isn't at the first two letters in are name well, J-D? Q has a slash. Uh, J-E-D-R-Z-E-J-C-Z-Y-K.
1: Yin J-Check. And I have another question. Maybe I'm, I'm convoluting this. But didn't they have a kickboxing match before? They fought as amateurs in, I
2: believe in an MMA. Oh. She fought Muay Thai against, uh, she being Joanna against Valentina Shevchenko, who, who who debuted uh, around, yeah, who beat Holly Holm and, but she she fights at Bantamweight and she has beat Joanna twice. Mm. Um, I don't know what weight class it was at if it was at 125 or if it was up at 135 but uh yes Carolina and Joanna have fought at the amateur MMA level um I think it was s- 7 years ago or something with Joanna beating her hmm. but yeah it's a it's an interesting footnote I don't think I don't know if any footage and certainly not has surface that I've seen of of the two of them fighting but uh, I can't wait I mean I'm a huge Joanna fan and, and I like Carolina since she came in especially after her last fight yeah her last with, fight was pretty nice. with nasty. Rose yeah. and my favorite thing it, not the thing about her but it, my favorite little nuance is that at the beginning of every fight and at the beginning of every round she just is in the same pose leaning against the cage just looking like sweet yes. and innocent but but no ma- she has the same look at her face it- you have a crush on her. I ca- Yeah, yeah. But she has the same look at her face. Even when she's beat up and got bruises on. So it, it, what it reminds me of is a horror movie where, like, you're trying to get rid of a, that doll. I think that Simpsons have done this. And you throw it out, and then it's back where you last saw it. But now it has scars. Yeah, well, now it's got trash on trash it. Trash on it. It's beat up. There's blood and stitches. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 uh, but, but with the fighter. I don't know, she is great. I I think that, I also really liked her because one time she answered a, when they were, st- like the UFC no longer does the full slate of fighters at the press table, they do them individually now, and she just like shot down reporters that would ask, uh, Carolina, it looked like you were limping a little on your leg, uh, what happened in there? And she would just say, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> just like, say it in a very polite way, and then the reporter's just, did you just say fuck you to
0: me? <laughs>
2: fuck you, I'm not gonna answer your question? Cause you don't wanna talk about it? Oh, okay. Very... So... Bill Belichick-like. So I, I don't know, this is, this is the one, you're at a hard time picking the last one. Yeah, I mean... It, it, this in, terms of, one in terms of, in terms of stylistically, and from a technical talent, cardio, the fact that she's done this for uh is this I feel like this is her fourth title defense. She won the title and then she fought two five round decisions uh the, the most recent being Claudia Gadelia before that against her uh now teammate Valerie Latorno and then when she won the title before against I can't remember her name. The woman oh, that won the the, the Ultimate Fighter yeah, winner. Fighter, I can't remember. Yeah, her name. she's wrestled and only fought once since then. But I uh, can see her face, but I can't. Carlos Barza. Carlos Barza. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah. I feel like Joanna has every edge and the experience. Now she's been training at ATT. That's going to be her new home. Oh shit! It, so she's not fucking around. She's been talking about. She was the first fighter to even ask about being in New York. She knows how many. Polish people are in New York, how many Polish people are going to be watching, and she's got for the first time in her career, I feel, she's got haters for leaving Poland to come to America and continue uh-huh. her training and to learn. Well, I think she has plenty stuff. of Brazilian haters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. She may
1: have. A few. Yeah, I think her last fight, I think, the, I think the ultimate fighter bred plenty of Brazilian haters yeah. <laughs> for her. Yes. Because uh, um, think- she did come off pretty shitty in that. It, and Gadelia came off much sweeter. <laughs> yeah. That's the reality TV, man. Yeah, I mean, they can edit it however they want to, you know? Yeah, you gotta be it compelling. Claudia it, it, it could be a completely evil human being, but. Uh, she left her camp after that fight, you know? Yeah, I mean, I. I, it, I don't know. It seems, it seems legit to me.
2: No vow. Yeah
0: yeah
1: a lot of people are, are leaving that or, or Dos años or, just did yeah and, yeah and uh yeah. No, no more Rafael Cordero and that's uh I mean that I was guess a big part some- of his his corner was not giving him good information man
2: no no his
1: corner was just going you're good do that yeah you're up t- it's like dude it's 2-2 Where's the information? Where's the specifics?
2: Yeah, it's juxtaposed with it, and we couldn't see it on the broadcast, but just what, um, John Anik and Brian Stan were saying about the advice that his former teammate, Benil Daryush was getting in his fight yeah. earlier, yeah. uh, which he won,
1: which was a thrilling fight. Yeah, it was very uh, specific and very specific Magomedov. information. Yeah. That was a great fight. I, I, I like Daryush a lot. That his last fight, I still can't get over his last the last fight against, uh um, from Seattle. I can't I think of his damn name. Oh yeah, uh, uh, it was a big knockout. No, he got he got he got submitted. Oh no
2: no, I think he got a knockout. That says that oh you're talking about against Chiesa. Yeah yeah, yeah. Michael Chiesa
1: yeah Chiesa, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I couldn't I, that was that was a crazy one. Yeah, did he? get the knockout before that or was that going into uh, it I'll look I'm it up I'm not sure
2: Darush, uh, yeah I thought he got a raw deal people were shitting on him after the Michael Johnson fight split decision hey man hmm. you go with the uh what the judges say uh, Benil Darush. when I started to type his name it's the first thing that popped up was the benefits of fish oil <coughs> but uh <laughs> B-N-E. That's, that's Google for you. Hey, let's check out our sponsors. Fish Oil.
0: What? Uh,
2: okay, yeah, he KO'd James, James Bick. The fight before that was the oh. Michael Kiesa loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, it, it was at 199 that uh, James Bick KO. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that one loss against Kiesa is his, is only lost since 2014 when he lost to a guy well, I've never even heard of, Ramsey Nijim.
1: Yeah, Ramsey we, Nijim. He oh, was, okay. out, he was yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. So I think he might, he w- think he might have won the Ultimate Fighter. One of the Ultimate Fighters. I know he was on it. Um. Yeah, he was
2: on Team Team Lesnar versus Team DeSantos. I think he, he was a finalist. Mm. So, I don't... Believe he won, but uh, sorry, I keep going down these holes. Like, well, what's his? What's he been up to since then? He was so we he was t- supposed to fight it UFC on Fox 2015, but he uh was replaced because of an injury.
1: Okay, back to Yonjacek. Yes, where are you at? <laughs> Wow, where are you at with Chris Weidman and Yulia uh, Romero? Okay. Oh, okay. No, that's <laughs> cool. I I I I don't I wasn't trying to pressure you. I just was no, trying to no, get back on on task. I have you in check I I think that she's just yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, she that's just, what I was uh, getting towards when I was speaking. about... right, that's well, that's what I thought you were. And she's been there before. That's a, what I assumed you were. Yeah. Going towards, since we were talking about her specific fights. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listing all the opponents yeah. and how great she is and, uh, how she's so always reinventing uh, herself. I mean, I don't have, I'm, I'm going with her because I, I think... So,
2: what do you think of the way she fights? The Gedalia fight was completely different than the Latourno fight. Which yeah, is the well, one when she
1: set a record for most leg kicks in a UFC fight. It well, I think she wasn't doing as many legs because she was worried about being taken down.
2: Yeah, that's uh, true. I
1: mean, I think she was just being a lot more cautious because uh, I, I think that I think she had a lot more respect than she was letting on for oh, the okay. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on the show, oh, yeah. I felt like I felt like it was a very obvious like you really feel threatened, so you're going ah way out of your way mm-hmm. to be over the top. I am the champion. You will respect me. Like, <laughs> that's good shit, though. <laughs> it's good for TV. Yeah, it's good for TV. Uh, yeah. Same way, Trump's good for TV. Oh god! <laughs> fuck! It's tomorrow. Get off my TV! Hey. It's tomorrow, All dude. Right. Well, tomorrow, there's going to be a new, some new president is going to be elected tomorrow. Well, that's what we thought with Gore what and fucking fuck? Bush too.
2: And that lasted a month. Do you really think he's mm. gonna go to a recount if it co- I can't believe
1: it's this close. let I'm horrified. Yeah. I'm horrified. Everything's horrifying. Yeah. All right, let's me not too. let's not It's already happened by the time yeah, this is yeah. aired. <laughs>
0: probably <laughs> or, or knowing- <laughs> this
1: will not have aired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> knowing how long it takes me to edit these, probably it will already have happened. Well so, the uh so congratulations. The inauguration Trump. is
2: tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, All right, you want
2: to hear my? This is my latest political finding. The Crusader, the official newspaper of the Ku Klux Klan, has endorsed Donald Trump yes, for president. That's true. You heard
1: that right? I did. As hear soon it. as I heard that,
2: canceled my subscription.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt Connor, running material on you, folks. It's already been on Twitter, <laughs> baby. Fifty-eight likes, numerous oh, tweets. Oh
2: shit! I said it this weekend, but I was just adding it into the topical yeah, nature. Right of the thing. So, yeah, the Q Clix clan is now running the country. Great. It's perfect. That's who we need. In Why time. do they make a newspaper? What isn't that, <laughs> They burn books. Why do they publish newspapers? What's up with the print media? Am I right? Is this thing on? <laughs> All right. Who is going to win? Yoel Romero or
1: Chris? <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're both going gin, gin check. I think we're both going Romero, and you just I don't want to say so it. Think yeah. I, I think you just God.
1: dislike him, so you don't want to pick him. I think that's, you're right. That's
2: and, and I, I kind of dislike
1: Cerrone. Yeah, but it's I really like, like Weidman too. I really like him as yeah. a human being. He's one of the most likable guys. Oh, yeah. In the UFC, he's just a real nut. Like <laughs> I don't want to keep bringing this up, but before he was the champion, I was friends with him. Now, now he has a fan page that has like you know, hundred thousand people. But I was one of the you know, 3,000 people, that was his friend before yeah. he became the champion. so you occasionally and see him see, chatting? Well, no, like I saw when his, when his ha- oh. house got flooded in New York, when there were all those floods, it was before he was champion. Yeah. Was, you know, I felt like kind of connected to the dude and I saw interviews with him and he's just such a nice dude. You know, he's just such he's a, a good he's such a good dude and he's a real, he's a bad motherfucker. He's a real bad dude. You know? It's gonna he be knocked man. out the best pound-per-pound yeah. pound dude on the fucking planet. Out cold. Yeah. Knocked the fuck out. So that's why I got to go, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about Yo, Romero. Yeah. I still got to think about it. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right. We're off the
2: <laughs> Okay. Wow. <laughs> what, speaking of wow, welterweight, wonder boy, fighting the oh. champion... Tyron Woodley, the man
1: who shocked the world on UFC 201. I feel like this is going to be this is one of those rare occurrences where the challenger is the favorite. Is he the favorite? Uh, possibly. Because he is in my book, and I know we've said this on the podcast several times. I feel like we're entering the world of Wonder Boy, and I feel like he's going to take the title and he's going to be the champ for a hot minute. Yeah. I feel like are they tapping on the floor so we shut fuck uh, up? No. no <laughs> I I so. Hope I didn't screw up the record. I think upstairs. they would have texted me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they would have resorted to Morse code. <laughs> uh That was a loud laugh. I, I couldn't it just came out, I couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> well let's check out MMA dot a site
2: that I've actually never used before whoops and I typed in gods
1: it's Freudian slip Well here at the Church of Kona, yeah,
2: I oh, Know that's right. Where's the G in bidding. Okay <laughs> UFC 205 Stephen Thompson is the favorite mm. He's minus
1: 193, Tyron Woodley plus 170. That is what I thought. It's not often. It's not often when the challenger is, but it's, you know, these are the kind of sp- very specific circumstances where Tyrone just got the title. Um, Conor McGregor, underdog, also the favorite. Sorry, challenger, but also the favorite. That's a weird one to me.
2: Yeah. Really, a, I feel like mm. yeah, I think it was a little bit weird that he was favored over Nate Diaz the second time. <laughs> That's biz-
1: that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. That's a total bizarro. What? that he was favored over Nate Diaz the second time he, around? He was, yeah, he was, and, and the first time I feel like here, yeah, oh, well, I but it. but the Eddie the, get the, into my fucking but the, conspiracy. But theories. the Eddie Alvarez,
2: I feel like it's a, a, stylistically. Uh, I know he's got a, a a pedigree in wrestling, but I feel like stylistically,
1: it's a, a good matchup for McGregor. So it kind of makes sense. I don't sense. think it is. I don't think it is a good matchup for him at all. I don't think it is. Okay. I think Alvarez can bang one, and two. More importantly, he's a super pressure wrestler, just grinding. Just like Frankie Edgar, well, I think that's ten. Well, I think what he does is he
2: combines his wrestling with a clinch game, whereas he'll seem to shoot in for like a high crotch takedown, but he's just ramming you against the fence. Yeah, and, it's and, that and, high pressure. He just gets he he slams people up against the fence,
1: and then he just works them over.
2: Yeah. I feel, I, I just feel that you're gonna see the kind of, uh, snap kicks that he used against Chad Mendez in, in 189 to sort of neutralize the takedowns or, or kick him so fast he can't grab the leg to, to get him down. And he's, he's gonna try to take, a, take him apart in the body and, and get to the cardio. And find a way to get his chin, because Alvarez is a tough dude. He's been through many wars, mm. and I feel like it could be a similar accumulation of punishment thing that we saw when Robbie Lawler fell to Tyron Woodley. Mm. He's just been through so many battles, and it's it's almost, you know that pickle jar you can't open, and you can't mm. open it? and then, well, wait a then someone wait a randomly opens it and you're like well I loosened it for you yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, the, the pickle jar has been loosened with these mm. last few fights not so much against Anthony Pettis in Boston because that was uh, a real clinch heavy fight mm. and he was
1: just doing well, his best to neutralize the striking of Pettis that's exactly the same thing he's going to do that's a, I feel like it's the exact same thing he's going to do to McGregor and I don't think McGregor's jujitsu is on, is on, certainly not on par with Pettis. Pettis has nasty jujitsu. Mm. And, and Pettis couldn't submit Alvarez. So, uh, let's back up for a second. Okay. Before we give our picks, I think we're on opposite sides of the aisle. I think we've established that for the main event. Okay. Woodley Wonderboy. You didn't get it. I'm we, taking Woodley. Okay. So we're, okay, so. We are. We're opposed. So uh, we're opposed there, and then now the main event, uh, <laughs> I'm picking McGregor first round knockout. I mean,
0: that's.
1: (laughs) I feel like I I feel like I've said this fucking five hundred times on this podcast. (laughs) It's the best thing for the UFC. It's the best thing for mixed martial arts. It's the best thing for boxing. (laughs) But I, I I I I don't know. I don't have I ever picked McGregor. I don't think I ever have <laughs> I I'd have to I have to go back and look at all his fights and see if there's anyone where I said where I picked him yeah but I feel like I I feel like I've been against him every time and I've always been wrong yeah uh, okay. no I actually you know Once what actually, right. actually, actually you know what Nate Diaz I, I'm pretty right. sure yeah I'm pretty sure I picked Nate Diaz first time yeah 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 well we're gonna go I'm gonna go back and listen to it. No. and I might have uh, you know what I might have picked him over Mendez yeah, but that was before the podcast existed,
2: because we started. Oh. We started right after one ninety four. Oh, when was one ninety four? December twelfth. Okay. And Mendes so we're coming up July on a year.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, we will have to we'll have to look we'll at Christmas party. Well, yeah, we have to have that. Yeah. Well, we have we'll have what we'll a, do is we'll have, have a one year anniversary.
2: Paul Landwehr can go re-listen to all the shows and find out <laughs> overall who had the best picks, right? <laughs> and then go back and like, hey, well, it doesn't, it
1: doesn't even matter because my no, it picks matter. changed yeah. completely. No, 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 no. I mean, it won't matter. On, we've on the only. podcast where I've have had yeah, picks and then I've true. changed them on my actual picks on fantasy because I forget what I picked. Yeah, on the
2: podcast. yeah, you don't even listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be, yeah. It'll be... Yeah. All right. Well, how does he get it done, then?
1: Eddie Alvarez. Alvarez? I think he grinds out a decision. Okay. I think Alvarez... I think Alvarez has better conditioning. Um, I think he's a workhorse. I, I, I think of him as like a Kane Velasquez type kind of guy, where he's just super heavy, heavy pressure wrestling and super super cardio and uh, i've seen mcgregor get gassed a few times a few uh, times two times both against nate diaz
2: oh <laughs> uh, yeah but i don't think he was really gassing in the second fight
1: he he, he was the, the comeback he made down, after the he was fourth definitely round slowing down yeah okay but but i think uh, um I think Alvarez has better gas than both of those guys. So I think he has. I think his. I think his. His, but strength mentally too is one of those things like Diego Sanchez, where he just turns into a zombie and he doesn't feel pain and he doesn't get gassed and he doesn't. His his lungs are on fire, but he doesn't even notice it (laughs) because he just wants to kill you.
2: Yeah, but let me just let me just interject this one thing both of those examples of him keep being gassed was at 170 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like th- That's, especially the first time, it was a little bit of a short notice to have that added amount of weight on your body that you're not used to. I feel like it won't <laughs> be much of a cut, but there will still be weight to be cut uh, to make the lightweight fight. And, and it could serve to focus McGregor in some ways, too, whereas you see... Uh, maybe he was a little too comfy as two Breakfast McGregor that first go-round. He <laughs> saw it, It. it, it, it and he did get tired. And by that same to- so- token, I know it didn't go beyond the first round, but Alvarez emptied his gas tank as soon as he smelled blood on Dos Anjos in that fight. Mm. Uh, and... It, what if it didn't work out I mean he still didn't knock him out it was just he couldn't defend himself he he looked like Frankenstein walking through a hail of mm-hmm. bullets
1: in that one but uh I was having this conversation earlier today with Ed Carr with who owns the Team Lincoln hook set and I I feel I feel about Alvarez's cardio? No, oh. no, about Dos Anjos. Oh yeah, oh, I man. just feel bad for him. I, I felt just, bad for him at the end of the Ferguson fight. Yeah, I felt real bad for him because I I feel like I feel like a guy like Pettis, he was happy being champion, but I feel like he brushed it off as soon as he wasn't champion anymore. He went all right, we're onto a new chapter. Uh I'm getting back in line. I'm dropping weight. I'm whatever. Pettis, yeah. You know, I feel like Dos Anjos was such a hero in Brazil, and so much of his identity was centered around the fact that he was the champion.
2: But he abandoned his people. He's California. I don't no, I don't know. Right. I know, I know. The, <laughs> uh, the 196 pay-per-view that didn't yeah. come to be. Uh, yeah, I, that's definitely... A, he was a champion. He defended it in... Dramatic fashion against Cerrone Mm. on Fox. It seemed like everything was going right for him. He almost had that McGregor fight. Hurt his foot. Mm. These
1: little things take their toll. Yeah, I mean, you you know... Chain reactions. Think about it, and then you think... Wow, oh, maybe, maybe I should have just not told anybody about my foot. Yeah, maybe I should have just taken it. At least I would have made you know three million bucks. Oh man, mm-hmm. now I'm now I'm doing. And you would I'm have making, got it if you were injured. Maybe you would have got the rematch because you'd be like, "Well, I was injured." Yeah. Right, now I'm making fifty grand or fighting on Fight
2: grand Pass, fighting on FS1, yeah. and then you see the What's guy- next for him? dos Anjos, yeah. what is next for him um, I know we're all over the place right now but yeah but that's okay it's kind of a New York DJ remix was, was Scrabble, this Scrabble, Scrabble, Scrabble,
0: Scrabble. Scrabble.
2: um all right here's what's next for for Rafael dos Años. I feel like he has to fight a guy that's either a lower ranked guy making a big push or a, a one of the top five guys coming off of the loss and it's not going to be Nate Diaz again because Nate Diaz isn't fighting anyone until Conor McGregor possibly if he (laughs) wins and and it becomes a lightweight champion maybe that's his first title defense maybe not but interesting but um I think that's the money fight to make (laughs) If, Mm -hmm. if you're gonna make if he doesn't fight Floyd Mayweather um if you just want to piss off everyone in the <laughs> entire lightweight division, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one, right? It, yeah, it is because he's tough he's, one. Exactly. I think about it, I go,
1: "What is next for?"
2: Maybe he fights Magomedov. <laughs> I know he's just coming off of a loss from Benil Dariush, but he's hmm. a good fighter, and and, uh, and that would be a scrap and a half. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, what about Dariush? They they will never fight each other. Oh. Dariush and him are very close friends. Oh, and, I and, didn't know and, that. And he said that he would, uh, either drop to featherweight or, you know, he would never fight for the championship. Oh, had, I didn't, didn't know absolutely. that. Hmm. Yeah, they eat dinner with each other's family like once a week. It's gonna be crazy.
0: I didn't know that. Great. Um, yeah fuck
2: I don't know I unnecessary <laughs> uh, alright brain fart Kiesa is coming back maybe he fights
1: Kiesa oh, Dos God, años versus Kiesa Kiesa I mean that's a bad fight for Dos Anjos
2: yeah I feel like Dos Anjos hasn't... I was actually surprised that he didn't... I know Tony Ferguson is a little bit difficult to take down, the way he switches stances so much, and just has that awkward, almost square stance. But I'm surprised that Dos Anjos didn't try to employ more wrestling in that uh, game I was, plan. I but was it could be surprised a, about could, could that be the new camp,
1: thing. too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Jesus, I don't know what he has to do, but I think he needs to find... Uh, some a, a real legit camp you know maybe he goes to i don't know what i don't know where he would go black zillions well att Florida. he's in california right yeah att i mean aka aka maybe yeah aka or maybe the pit john hackelman yeah um mma labs in arizona yeah yeah, I mean, if wants- Jackson he to the, Wink. Yeah, Jackson Wink or something like that. I think Jackson Wink, I, I think if he really went to someplace like really like that, like super legit, like I, you know, I feel like the, I feel like Jackson Wink and TriStar are probably the two top training schools in the country. I think they're probably the, the, they probably have the, the most well thought out curriculum. Yeah. I feel like AT&T's Coming up a lot in their facility. Well, I, and think the they, I think of they definitely are. I think AKA is, ATT, I think Black Cillians, they're all in the, they're all in the in the same general area. I think those two are the top. And I think if, yeah. I think if Dos Anjos was able to pick things up, I mean, I, you know, he has a family and stuff, so that's, that's where it gets hard. That's where yeah. it gets hard. He has a school. I've got a son named Todd, Bob. <laughs> you <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> gonna do the whole McGregor bit on him tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, but if he could go to a place like that, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that things were, didn't work out with Nolan and Yao. You know, I mean, that's a perfect a perfect fit for him. It's just I don't know what I don't know what the issues were. But. Yeah, he kind of just spoke in vague
2: terms about certain people not being there in,
1: in certain capacities once he was champion or. Yeah, I remember hearing something like that, but I didn't realize it was his his own school. You
0: know? Yeah.
2: It was kinda of strange too, because for his, the fight before that he he went to not the Philippines. He he went to Thailand for a couple of weeks and, right. and, and trained there too. So it's I mean that's he was kind of on his own but also having a gym, so I don't know who's
1: Yeah, but you playing. get you see that a lot. You see guys go out for little stretches and places to get to yeah. fine tune things or get a little different look on stuff. But like, you know, making a total change in camps, I think that really affected his he didn't feel like he had the kind of the kind of backing being in there, you know? I mean, I know as a if I'm competing in a jiu-jitsu tournament, which I haven't done in a lot of a lot of years, but if I have somebody who's really competent, who I respect and trust and know that their jiu-jitsu is super good at coaching me, I do much better than if yeah. I have some nobody, either nobody or somebody who I'm like,
0: yeah, but I tap you out a lot. Well, I, yeah.
1: you know, I'm not really listening to what you're saying because I, you know... So... I, it's like an open I mean,
2: micer giving it, advice to a headlining comedian or someone that's been doing
1: it for longer. Right. Like, I okay, mean, Rafael might be Cordero's a, a. I bet Rafael Cordero fucking tunes him up. <laughs> you know, I bet he's a. <laughs> you know, he's much bigger, uh, and I'm sure he he gets Dos Anjos respect when they're if they're sparring, which you know, if I'm they sure, spar, yeah. So uh, you know, you have to think of it that way. You're like, I really respect. Rafael Cordero because he kicks my ass all the time and these guys that I'm with now I beat the shit out of all of them yeah. you know so yeah. I mean I don't know I, I just I, I hope he I hope he finds a way to get I mean he's been a big comeback come,
2: he's been a big comeback kid before yeah he
1: started out his UFC career not so hot
2: and yeah, put together quite a streak uh, aside for these last two setbacks has only lost since 2012, I think, was against Khabib, and that was a three-round fight, three-round decision, so, yep, well, there's uh questions to come from the Mexico City card, there's got to be people looking ahead at the 205 thing, I mean, Tony Ferguson could be in line, he's, he's watching that Michael Johnson-Khabib fight, and if...
1: He's not far off. I feel like he's only... He's not far off. One other fight. If, you know, if he has to fight one more fight, I think one more really definitive win for him. Maybe against Khabib they were supposed to fight. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy fight. Yeah. That's a crazy... There's so many crazy fights. and I, I haven't even been able to react to how crazy the 205 card is because there's, there's so many crazy fights that are like, God damn. Yeah. Like any one of... Any one of those fights on the main card could be a main event.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty pretty uh, yeah. So it's going to be crazy. Who knows? Mac is going to be
1: there who will have some, he'll have some audio clips for us when he comes back. We'll oh, my we'll phone's have some, been
2: fucking up, but uh hopefully i'll get some new ones there is some
1: fan fest they haven't announced the fighters that are going to be around but well maybe I, I i've got a little another little zoom like this maybe i'll give it to you and yeah you yeah can take it down with you it's got you know it's just a it's a stick one it's got two little mics this mm-hmm.
2: way yeah the only thing that makes me nervous with that is that i'll be going from the fan fest directly into the show so they might not be so cool about bringing even though it's Audio equipment. Right, right. Just in terms of arena security.
1: Yeah, that could be true. But flashback to, yeah. to my pocket knife.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: While I'm flyering next to you, you like <laughs> hiding a knife. So. I was so horrified and I didn't know what I was going to do with my poor knife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But, um, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. We'll see. Uh, as soon as Paul Landwehr tells us who we picked, we're gonna figure out, uh, <laughs> who did the best. UFC 205, if New York City is still standing after election day, uh, um, Trump and Hillary both have events scheduled tomorrow in New York. Bad Both idea. in New York. Yeah, I don't know before. if they're both in New York City. I don't, I don't
1: <laughs> uh, I forget who it was earlier posted this on Facebook but I know it was a comic I can't think of who it was but they said something to the effect of with the amount of vitriol that has come from both sides of this there are going to be Trump and Hillary supporters at polling stations Across the country, there's definitely going to be some fist fights. Oh, dude. There's yeah. definitely going to be some melee's, some yeah. fist fights tomorrow. They're going to cause voting stations to close down. Yeah, for a dude, time I there's t- going to be more than that. I don't know. I'm to- horrified. I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to hide under my bed, watch fucking
2: fight pass. <or> just, <laughs> just use violence to get me away from all this violence in the world, mm-hmm. the ugliness of politics. But thanks for listening. This was a long one, but it had been a while, and this yeah. is the biggest card in UFC history, so uh, it it denoted a long um, Taco
1: Bell filled <laughs>
0: uh,
2: chat about about all the fights coming up. So
1: amen. Enjoy. Thank you, Thank I, you all for listening, Internet World. We appreciate uh, you sticking with us, even though we haven't done a podcast in like a month and a half. Yeah, but we're well, we well, gonna be and we're by back the end rest of not. the
2: year. The rest of the year, there's more. <laughs> Things to talk about. Canada is next. George Saint Pierre not on the card, but Daniel Cormier and Rumble Johnson are. So, um, And Lando Venata is. Uh-huh. So there you go against John McDessie. So there'll be more fights to be talked about shortly. Until then.
0: And the maniacs, over and out. Peace. That's the end. No read it. The MM Podcast brought to you by Team Link of Hookset, New Hampshire. They're located at 1338 Hookset Road in Hookset, and their phone number is 603-641-3444. Their website is www.teamlinkhooksetnh.com. Uh, I've been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about 20 years, and for the last four years, I've been training at Team Link, and it's one of the best schools I've ever trained at. Um, there's a lot of great instructors over there. There's no knuckleheads whatsoever. A lot of people there that are trying to help you get better at whatever it is that you want to study. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, karate, whatever it is that you want to study for martial arts, they've got somebody there to teach you the right way to do it. Uh, so if you go there, you tell them that the mma podcast sent you. They'll give you a free T-shirt and 30 free days to try out the school. Uh, again, their phone number is 603-641-3444 and their website is teamlinkhooksetnh.com.